surround yourself with people that feed you, get rid of people that bleed you. And, and, and I, it's a simple concept. And sometimes it means making some very hard decisions because you got people around you that have been around you a long time and, and you care a lot about them. But in entrepreneurship, when you're trying to move forward, you're trying to motivate other people, you're trying to stay positive and everybody has a vibration. And I'm here to tell you, your vibration is not strong enough and good enough to raise up other people. So if you let negative energy around you, it will only drag you down and it will bleed you. So you have to be very conscious of who you're letting into, into your personal space. Hey, this is a quick shout out from one of our awesome sponsors. Check this out. There's no doubt everyone loves true crime podcasts these days. And there's a new podcast that you will want to add to your playlist. Murder Mondays. Host Nicole Simmons travels and interviews victims and families of murderers in South Carolina. She's a small town girl who's a wife and business owner. And Murder Mondays is a passion project for her. She brings you the facts and personal stories of the people affected by the most heinous crimes in South Carolina. If you enjoy true crime podcast, Murder Mondays is for you. Murder Mondays with your host, Nicole Cole Simmons, available on Anchor, Apple Podcast, Spotify, and other podcast players. Add Murder Mondays with Nicole Simmons to your playlist right now. All right, uh, Jason, you're a dad, serial entrepreneur. You're the founder and CEO of Coffee Junkies, Pizza Junkies, Double J Franchising, Scared Rabbit Marketing, Victor's Graphics, and so much more, man. Honored to have you on my show. Thank you for your time, man. Eric, thank you very much for having me on. I'd love to kick things off by going back a bit. Where did you grow up? What was childhood like for you? Uh, childhood was, I mean, blue collar background through and through. I mean, and I've, I've long said that Indiana is my land of opportunity uh, because I moved around. I mean, I, born in Oklahoma, but quickly moved to a little town called Greentown outside of Kokomo, Indiana. Uh, and then my mother took me to Bloomington and then my father took me to Lafayette and then Indianapolis and then back to Kokomo before some time in Muncie. So I, I've spent a lot of time in Indiana, uh, but total blue collar working with my hands background. That's, that is my, my story and my entire family story. I gotcha. Yeah. I mean, and as I was doing some research on your bio, you dropped out of high school, you worked for Chrysler, and then you walk away from your career to become the serial entrepreneur after the loss of one of your sons due to cancer. I'm so sorry for that. A lot of people would look at that situation and stick with the corporate job for security and safety. Why did you decide to walk away from your corporate job at that time and become an entrepreneur? Well, and I mean, and I go back because my story is not one of those build it and they will come. Right. Uh, I, I jumped into entrepreneurship out of necessity. I won my dream job as an elected union rep 10 years into my time at Chrysler. And, it, and while I'm so proud that I had no problem earning my money, working with my hands, um, working as a union rep allowed me to work with my mind. So I spent three years representing 500 people and my job was to solve their problems and enforce the contract. Uh, but my son was diagnosed 30 days after I got elected. And he died 30 days before re-election and I didn't get re-elected. Um, and I was honestly, I was depending on being re-elected because I knew mentally I needed something to throw myself into so that I didn't start to deteriorate mentally. And when I lost my election, my job was waiting on me. I was going back to the line to do my job. And I mean, I was an in-line repairman, but there was no 
challenge. There was no mental focus. And every day that I walked into the plant was like walking into a haze of depression because my job was so boring and so monotonous that my brain was just swimming in all of the grief. And that's why I started Coffee Junkies because I knew that it was a big project, that it was something to totally immerse myself into and give my brain something to latch onto to because I mean, nobody can say the right thing when you have a tragedy like that. Sure. The only, and time doesn't heal, mm -hmm. but time creates a certain amount of numbness between you and the event itself. And I knew that in order for me to get there with any type of sanity, that, that I needed something for my mind to wrap around. So I started Coffee Junkie six months after my son passed. Wow, man. I mean, you start Coffee Junkies in, in 2005, and then in 2014, you launch pizza junkies and most people probably don't see pizza and coffee as a, as a good combination. I know that I've like, when I first, I was like, well, that's kind of seemed, seemed strange, but when you launched this thing, your first store, you decided to combine the two brands. What, what fears and doubts came into your mind and how did you get through those to be the successful entrepreneur that you are today? Well, I'm going to be honest. I, the, I didn't, I'm not going to tell you that I had fears and doubts. Um, when I created pizza junkies, I had just bought out a competitor and part of the property came with a back building that had a test kitchen in it. So through all the trials and tribulations, because it was eight years of coffee junkies, pizza junkies was, I'm going to take all of the lessons that I've learned, all of the, the, the hard knocks education that I've gained, and I'm going to test myself. I'm going to apply it to creating another brand. So I created pizza junkies in a test kitchen. And it got off the ground quickly. And I mean, I'm not going to deny that, like I said, having the name recognition of coffee junkies, that when I opened pizza junkies and the menu was under the same specialty branded format, that it got off the ground so quick that uh, it was a, I wonder what this would look like under one roof. And I had my own leadership team going, no, this, this will never work. <laughs> Don't do this. Yeah. Um, but I'm a consummate tester and I'm like, no, I think as a business model, this will work very well if I can get these two brands to coexist. So it was a coffee junkies. I, I had a 3000 square foot main facility and, and I just felt like the room was there. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to turn this into a kitchen area. And, it, and in essence, coffee junkies is the front of the house and pizza junkies is the back of the house. Sure. So mentally I saw that and it was like, I'm, we're going to find out what this looks like um, because both brands, if you look at it from a business sense, you're like brilliant, Yeah. but there was a certain amount of, are they a coffee shop? Are they a pizza place? Sure. No, both. <laughs> and, uh, and it goes like so well together because both of them are very much staples of America in general. Totally. But yeah. I had everything had been innovation up to that point. And, and there's a certain amount of like credit of, of being a solid entrepreneur that I saw the ability to do something original. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and, and that was my, Hey, I'm going to test this and we're going to find out if it works. And, and I'm used to pushback. I'm used to naysayers. And it was like, no, you know what? I have proven so many people wrong to this point. I I'm not going to stop now. <laughs> Come on. Do, yeah. do you think anyone can be an entrepreneur? No, I don't. Um, I, but it's like, Anyone is capable of being an entrepreneur, but when you get into the realities of mindset and people are products of their environment. So if you find yourself in a family environment where they are 
very conservative, very safe, very risk adverse. Well, then that's you're, you're teaching your kids that way. Yeah. And that's where I said, I mean, I moved a dozen times in my childhood. I never got comfortable. So, so complacency could never occur because I was never allowed to get comfortable. Things have always been changing and, and my life has always been in flux. Uh, and it, be, it brought me to that realization that, I mean, change is inevitable. Be on the forefront of it and you can shape it to your liking resist it and you're not going to like the results it's going to go against you in general so i've always just embraced change and 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 it led to me being willing to test because you know when you're younger it's like you don't want to learn from somebody else you 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 want to tell everybody else you can do it and you want to go out and learn for yourself yep i was no different it's just that i've made a good career out of beating odds Right. And as I've grown and matured, I've realized, you know what, you don't have to learn every lesson for yourself. There are there are people out there that will tell you do's and don'ts. And it's just like you, that when I approached you about uh, building a podcast, I was like, I don't need to reinvent this wheel. I can seek out expertise that can give me good do's and don'ts because I had a general idea of what I wanted to do, but wasn't no point making hard mistakes that other people have already found out that it doesn't work. Come on. That's so good. I mean, success leaves clues, right? And so for someone to be successful in small business or being in, uh, you know, being successful as an entrepreneur, you know, what things do they need to be doing to be successful? Uh, well, one is reading. I, I mean, like, you know, somewhere about 25 was when that light bulb went off and I realized like, you don't know shit, like there's so yeah. much to learn. So yeah, totally. I've always been a I want to learn something every day mm -hmm. and I, and I know that I can learn something from even people I don't like or people that I disagree with. There's always something to learn. I mean, I can remember the first shady entrepreneur that I came across in my twenties. And I remember that light bulb going off, going this dude's shady, but there is something that you can learn from him. I, I want to learn from anybody. Um, but I've been telling people that, Everything that I've done in my life has been applicable to what I'm doing today. And you should be more actively conscious of everything that you're learning and doing because you will be able to apply it to future events. And, and I have actively sought out coaching, but I'll tell everybody, coaching is expensive because coaches have been there, done that. They've achieved very high status for a reason. Mm -hmm. So they assign their own value you're going to pay dearly if you want their lessons. And when you get to a certain level of entrepreneurship, you should. But when you're basically starting out, you need to fall in love with reading. Find those mentors, those people that honestly, you cannot afford to get next to them. But generally, all of them have written and they put in those secrets to success in their books. Uh, and, and every time that I have steered away from books, my life has gotten harder. And every time I find my way back to them, I'm mentally growing. I'm learning more lessons that I can apply to every single day of operating because you had better love being a fireman. You'd better love solving problems because entrepreneurship is about finding a big problem to solve so that you can monetize it. But once you decide on your journey, it is about a new fire and a new problem sometimes times 10 or times 20 
right. every day. And you have to love solving problems. You got to want to be a, a puzzle maker. Right. Oh, man. What, what book are you reading right now? Uh, the, what's the, the book right now is uh, well, your best year ever. And, and, it's, and it hasn't, I'm not going to, it hasn't been the most spectacular read. Sure. But I do find that I'm always reading the right thing at the right moment. Because I, I just recently bought Vickers, and um, and it, even in all of the due diligence, I'm turning over still yet now that I have possession and I'm responsible, some problems that I'm finding, uh, and it started to make me recoil because I'm realizing that the mountain I thought that I was going to climb is like it's turning into damn near a Mount Everest. <laughs> sure. But as I was reading the book, he was like, "Look." you think you're happy when you're comfortable happiness is not found in comfort happiness is found in risk and challenge and in the moment i'm reading that and reminding myself oh yeah that is me i love challenge i don't process risk the same way everybody else does i did my due diligence i didn't bite off more than i can chew i had just hoped that after 17 years it was going to go a little smoother than what it, what I'm now realizing that it's going to go. Sure. And in the moment, I'm reading this book, and it reminded me, I I'm not I didn't do anything delusional. I made sure that I had the bandwidth for it. But risk and challenge is entrepreneurship, and that's where you come back to the the right person. You got to have the stomach for it because that risk can paralyze you. And if you don't have the ability to break through that paralyzation, well, that, that's what will bury you because the problems aren't going to stop coming and you got to be up for the challenge. Yes. Oh, man. So good, dude. Hey, this is a quick shout out from one of our awesome sponsors. Check this out. Hey, guys, this episode is sponsored by Tranquil Turtle Massage. Tracy over there, the founder, she's a small town girl from Montana, loves God, loves her family, loves her friends, loves working out, fishing and camping. She has a passion for helping those in need and enjoys being creative with woodworking, crocheting, healthy baking, pottery and cooking. Look, she began her massage journey back in 2010 where she graduated from massage school up in Anchorage, Alaska. She specializes in her signature massages, the Hanu Infusion and the Hanu Ashiatsu, as well as the Gua Sha and Manual Lymphatic Drainage. If you're looking for a massage specialist and someone who could get you feeling good, go see Tracy down at Tranquil Turtle Massage. And while you're there, check out CDA Microblading, offering Coeur best tattoo brows, plasma fibroblast, tightening, and PMU services right there in the heart of downtown Coeur Make sure you book your appointment at pnwmobilemassage.com. I, I want to talk about your podcast. You just launched this thing. It's called The Julius Files. It's a great show. People need to be out listening to this thing, by the way. You bring a ton of knowledge. Uh, to the table and also a great job just highlighting your guests. Like you mentioned, man, you had, uh, I forget her name, but you had a female guest on recently, huge, awesome episode right there. But how's that going? What was the motivation behind launching this show for folks that don't know? What's the goal of your show here? Well, and I, so originally the full name was uh, Julius Files Entrepreneurial Chronicles. Okay. And the whole point was that I want to tell the true real story of small business, that I see too many people glamorizing entrepreneurship and they hear the politicians giving lip service about how they support small business and small business is so great. And I'm like, that's not the one, they're giving lip service. They don't support small business the way they say they do. And small business and business in general is hard. And the only way that you're going to tell that story is to truly highlight the 
the people that are on the ground, literally grinding it out every day. Uh, and I wanted to champion small business because I'm not going to deny that I've learned some things that have got me to a better place. But what people are not saying is that it's a one percenter game. 99 out of 100 fail because it is so hard. And that's not the picture that's being painted in general. So the only way that I could, I wanted those lessons that I wish had been out there when I started my entrepreneurial journey. Uh, but as I started developing the podcast, it was, well, I've got some things that I want to say myself. So yeah. I added a segment called Q and JP. And I tell everybody it's the Julius perspective because I'm not here to give you answers. You need to find your own answers and hold yourself accountable. Uh, and then I wanted to have some fun with it with my co-hosts. So we created a third segment called Off the Rails, where everybody is allowed to bring their own headline to the table about current events. And, and we cut up and talk about it. And, and wherever that conversation goes, it goes. And it was a, well, I want the, the podcast to be about information with entrepreneurs. But I've long said on, on some of my channels, I'm a small business entrepreneur with a lot to say. So the Q&A gives me the ability to do that. And, uh, and the off the rails gives us the ability to just have fun with the platform itself. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Dude. I love the concept of just bringing all that in. But by the way, the Q&JP sessions are great, man. I was listening to those today. I was cracking up, dude. So much good stuff. I'm all about surrounding yourself with people that are living the life that you want to live. And you touched base on this earlier about having to go, you know, go get a coach. Um, you bring a ton of knowledge uh, to the table, like you said. And then you and I have some mutual entrepreneur friends and um, you know, David Meltzer being one of those coaches, but how did you get connected with him? And what's been your experience like with him? Dave has been great. I mean, and again, that was the, so uh, Sean Dill and, and his background is chiropractic and he found his way into entrepreneurship and he created this summer camp. But the point is uh, he put on this event and I had always wanted to see Patrick bet David speak. And that's when I became aware of Sean, that this dude's operating in my own backyard. And generally, if you want to go see somebody speak, you're buying a plane ticket and hotels and all the costs associated with, well, he was having this thing in Carmel. And I'm like, that's in between Indianapolis and Kokomo, my own backyard. Well, I went to see Patrick Bet David speak. He did not disappoint the dude. The man is just amazing. But Dave Meltzer closed the entire thing. And that's when I became aware of Dave. And there was just something about his energy that I gravitated towards. And the big ticket item that they offered at the end of the event was a mastermind with Dave Meltzer. And I, I believe I was one of the first people that I got my phone out right then and there. And I was like, I, I want to spend some time with this guy. I went and did a little bit of research. And I told him when I met him. I've already researched you. I, I want you to be my coach. You are where I want to be. Um, please coach me. This is what I've got going on in all of these different facets. And, uh, and Dave has an amazing story himself. And, uh, and by the end of the mastermind event, he had agreed to coach me. Uh, and he started coaching me at the very beginning of the year. And I mean, he's great. I, I just, uh, he's such a positive force. But on the other end of it, he will tell you, your optimism is your biggest, best picture out in the distance. And the closer you get back to your current today, the more you need to be a realist. 
and any very much a uh, surround yourself with people that feed you get rid of people that bleed you and 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 i it's a simple concept and sometimes it means making some very hard decisions because you got people around you that have been around you a long time and and you care a lot about them but in entrepreneurship when you're trying to move forward you're trying to motivate other people you're trying to stay positive and everybody has a vibration and i'm here to tell you your vibration is not strong enough and good enough to raise up other people. So if you let negative energy around you, it will only drag you down and it will bleed you. So you have to be very conscious of who you're letting into, into your personal space because those vibrations are going to determine you want good people around you. You want positive energy around you. But you let naysayers get around you and you let that negativity get around you, you're, you will become your own worst enemy because you're allowing needless roadblocks in front of you because you're not just making the hard decisions by telling those people, sorry, I just can't do this. I don't have the bandwidth for it. I can't take your negativity. This is not where I'm going. This is not what I'm trying to do with my life. And that's the reality. It's the realist and it's, it's creating boundaries to protect yourself from that negative energy, which is what the MSM feeds off of. They're putting right. out that negativity every day because that's what they're monetizing. Yep. And that's why I stopped watching any type of news because 98% of it was negative propaganda. And I lose 2% of real information, but I've blocked 98% of negativity that are just filling the airwaves every day. Mm, that's so good, man. I turned off the news probably at least 10 years ago, and it was the best decision I ever made. And I have no idea what's happening most times in the world. I hear bits and pieces through social media, right? But very uh, distant from the, the news that comes on. It doesn't matter if it's Foxy and whatever. Like, I just stay away from it all, man. <laughs> like, I, yeah. I know that they've got their own agenda. They're trying to monetize stuff. And man, I have the best life ever staying away from that stuff, man. And it's so important. I think that the world would change if people just turned off the news for a bit, right? You know, that they, they shouldn't be allowed to monetize their negativity because right. it's not news. It's propaganda right. and it's designed. I mean, it is the ultimate negative clickbait that puts you going to bed with anxiety. So it like, it literally disturbs your mindset. It disturbs your sleep which leads to a cascading effect of starting negative the next day because that's the way you went to bed. And I'm like, I just don't have time for that. I want to legitimately live a good life and quality of life is more important than life itself. So I go out of my way to protect my quality of life. Because, I mean, honestly, some of it out of sanity, just, but the other side of it is like, it, I, there are some people that are just, they're happy being negative. And I'm like, cool, if that's what works for you, but that doesn't work for me. I yeah. don't, I, I want a smile on my face and, and it doesn't take much. The, the sunshine on my face is enough to make me smile. And I'm not trying to let anybody tamper with that. Come on. I love it, dude. Uh, where is the best place for folks to be able to connect and follow and support you and even check out the, the franchise opportunities that you have available? I mean, I've got all my social media out there and most all of it is tied to Jason Julius. I just, I have to, my mom wanted me to be unique and that she accomplished that much, but she spelled my name, uh, J A S A N. Uh, so J U L I U S Jason Julius. And, and then 
coffeejunkies.com, pizzajunkies.com, because they've got all their own social media channels. Uh, and there's tabs in there that lead you to the actual franchise page. And, and now I'm working on doublejbrands.com for the all-inclusive and juliusfiles.com to make sure that I've that I've got that base covered, but uh, I'm making sure that all of it is circling around leading back into each other. So at this point, I'm not too hard to find out on social media. For sure. And I'll drop all the links down below too in the show notes, man. Uh, I have one last question I love to end all my shows with, but I'm a big music guy. So I love to ask the question, like, what's a favorite band for you? What's a favorite type of music for you? <laughs> it's funny. Like, like as a kid, I'm going to be honest, like Metallica, like, Come on. I like sorry. I mean, that's a, uh, I grew up a hood and Metallica was it for me, but I am a, I mean, like I feed off of the legitimate, like you put a speaker of music next to a glass of water and you understand the concept of vibration. Yeah. I love music of all types, even right down to jazz and classical. And I'm going to be honest, the one music that I don't have an affinity for is country music. Okay. Uh, I didn't, I didn't care for the country twang and uh, my wife left me and I buried <laughs> my dog in the backyard and, and country music has come a long way and they've moved away from that. Cause I've found some stuff that I found enjoyable, but yeah. country music is about the only music that I shy away from. I love music. It is so motivating. It is such a positive vibe. I, yeah. I just, uh, but at the end of the day, man i something about metallica it's just like it'll always have my heart yeah oh man that's awesome metallica is such a great band i i actually plot uh was playing some of that for my kids recently and mm -hmm. they were like what is this dad and i was like we're just gonna crank this for a bit while i'm in the truck you know and so yeah now they're they're full-blown metallica fans but well, uh, and, I mean, master puppets like you you cannot like that is just one of the greatest albums of all time yep. it, yeah that <laughs> So good. Uh, Jason, it's such an honor to have you on my show, man. You're an absolute world changer. I love what you got going on with your businesses, man. It's an honor to have you on the show and, and be able to chat with you again. Honored to call you friend, man. Thank you again for your time. I appreciate it. Eric, thank you so much. And thank you for all of your guidance and wisdom, brother. You have been a tremendous help. Thank you so much for checking out the show today. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to take a listen or watch. It's truly an honor to be able to speak with such amazing guests. And I hope that they've made an impact on your life in some way, shape, or form. And you can do me one big favor. That would be huge. Click that subscribe button. And then second favor, hit that share button. Thank you so much for taking the time. I appreciate you. Keep changing the world. I believe in you.